Driver's licenses, birth certificates, passports, anything to prove that we were who we said we were. Then we got back onto the bus for the short shuttle to the side entrance. Before the bus pulled away, a strange thing happened. An executive-looking dog of a wolverine variety, with an air of business about him, with an equally authoritative-looking man attendant, leaped onto the bus and proceeded down the aisle, sniffing each of the dignitaries' knees, crotch, hands, and the air around us. Needless to say, we were all surprised and suddenly silent. As the dog made his way to the rear where we were seated, I began to squirm. Sweat popped out on our foreheads. Here was something silently but relentlessly accusatory that we had not expected. Ossie, could that dog know about that night at Crystal Lake when we dodged the witch hunter's subpoena by hiding out backstage? Could we explain on the spot that we were never found guilty of subversive activities but merely accused of being misguided pinkos and fellow travelers? We looked at each other, living again for the moment, an ancient nightmare, but smiling away our panic. Just before he reached us, the dog stopped in his tracks and, with eyes gleaming, bared his canines and growled a low growl. Suddenly, from everywhere, the Secret Service, all looking like Dick Tracy and Black, hurriedly boarded the bus, lifted us to our feet, and ushered us off the vehicle and into a steady, beating rain. We could hear the cries of surprise from our fellow awardees. Well, what did they do? What did they do? Would they go to jail? Get shot? What? And us, standing, staring at the retreating bus, disgraced. Our very best award ceremony clothes becoming soggy. We waved weakly toward the receding bus, speeding the truly deserving to glory. Then we trudged along the road in squishy shoes, hoping to thumb a ride back from ignominy. No, 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 Ossie, that's not what really happened. That's what we were thinking. The truth is that the dog barely noticed us, let alone bared his canines. But that story, <laughs> that lie, gives us an excuse, a good reason to write this joint life tale. We have never been, to our knowledge, guilty of anything other than being black that might upset anybody. But perhaps the time has come to set the record straight, to prove to the president's dog at least that our lives were indeed forged in danger, struggle, and escape, and rate more than a cursory sniff. We also need to reassure ourselves, our friends, and those who think well of us, Ossie, that we truly did merit that National Medal of the Arts. Well, the question of merit may be open to debate. Still, we were there, at the White House. Mama, our children, Nora, Guy, and Hesna, Gail and Sharon, Ruby's brother's children, and Karen, my sister's child, we were there, and nobody including the president's dog, was about to throw us out. Ruby and I see you're ready to testify, sir, standing by in the dock. Well, well, well. 
the spirit of Senator McCarthy might very well be saying. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. Swear them suckers in. Before we met, Chapter One, Ruby is born at seven. I remember consciously acknowledging myself, the fact of myself as a girl and a part of a family, as I stood alone facing the window in apartment 24. I was wearing a brown dress, and I had been looking at my hands because just a few minutes before in the kitchen, my mother was explaining to a neighbor, Marie Taylor, who was rubbing some cream on them, that as I got older, my hands would probably get softer and smoother. Yeah, Miss Taylor said. Children with these kind of dried-out, wrinkly hands are old souls, you know, come back with work to do. If you're a woman, don't care what kind of hands, you got work to do, Mother said. They laughed as Miss Taylor screwed the lid back on the jaw and rubbed her own hands as if putting on gloves. I felt bad about my hands. My mother and Miss Taylor had pretty hands. Mine were ugly. I put the incident out of my mind. Standing looking out of the window, I announced out loud, I am seven years old. I am one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years old. A kind of excitement came over me. Since that realization, snatches and bits of life before age seven crop up in my mind but are unclear. To this day, it seems as if most of my life, I've drifted through waves of experience like...